Yeah, so I'm just sitting there. I have two fucking broken guitar strings. And this guy goes, hey, aren't you Jimmy's brother? And I was like, no, John's brother. He says, oh, he said, but well, do you know how to play Wonderwall? And I was like, shit, bro. Might as well. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you can't be at a house party and somebody not play Wonderwall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, shit, dude, like, let me play some Wonderwall for you. Dude, I didn't even know the fucking lyrics. I didn't know the words. I got all stumbled up. Dude, I didn't even know the chords. And now I'm missing two strings. So, of course, like, it ain't going to hey, sound hey, like hey, Wonderwall. Hey. Yeah. I'm going to check our email, bro. Well, what's up? Brian just sent us an email. That's fucking awesome. It says I'm resigning on it. Hmm. This is the Weekly Forecast. Welcome to episode 22 of the Weekly Forecast and potentially our last episode ever. I'm joined. <laughs> I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Scotty. What's happening, buddy? What's up, bro? <laughs> what a roller coaster of uh, the last two weeks, huh? You know, I want to say that you're to blame for this because you, you made it such a joke. But, you know, what do they say about not joking with fate, huh? I don't know. Oh, man. I've mentioned it, that we are being canceled multiple times. And now our management slash producer, Brian Ortiz, left us quite the email. Can we read it, Scotty? Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing so. You want to you do like a paragraph a piece? Let's do a paragraph a piece, man. F*** it. You want to you kick it off? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll kick it off here. <laughs> to whom it may concern. I've been with the weekly forecast for 21 episodes now. At first, I viewed you guys as a comedy duo with a lot of potential. I thought that the structure was fun and different and the hilarity would ensue weekly. It was around week five when I realized I was very mistaken. I had no clue just how self-destructive and backwards this group of has-been digital creators truly were. You ride a fine line between offensive and damn near intolerable week to week, and I cannot, in good judgment, manage or produce this show any longer. And although I am proud of the strides you've both made towards bettering yourselves every single day, I will no longer be a part of a show that deliberately celebrates such offensive and ignorant ways of thinking. You two celebrate feces jokes and bad sex stories more than actual podcasting and storytelling, and that will inevitably be your downfall. I hope to one day see you both retire from podcasting and move onward with your lives in a more constructive environment. Sincerely, Brian Ortiz. P.S. Alcapule's management has reached out and they would like to see Josh in small claims court. Just a heads up that they're seeking damages for cyberbullying. Have fun with that. 21 week uh, friendship. I guess you'd call it a friendship. I guess he got sick of us around week five. Um, just gone, you know. At 16 weeks, he hated f-ing clocking in for us. I feel like this show's falling apart, bro. Terry's gone. See, Terry was supposed to come back next week, uh, but he is he's going to, to New York to be with our friend Lefty from the neighbors upstairs. <laughs> he's going to do some work for him. At this rate, I don't know if he'll come back, or if he comes back, there's not going to be anything here for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, bro. This just gets better week to week, man. First, we got sued by Maysham. Terry left. <laughs> now Brian quit, dude. Hey, what a f-ing email, by the way. That's pretty professional. You know, we Brian told us he wanted to stay off the books. Like, he didn't want to really be known that he was a thing. But, you know, now you're f-ing known, Brian. So how how does <laughs> like, that make you feel? I don't feel like we should have read the email, but f- it, dude. We're, we're getting canceled anyways. This is probably the last episode. 
we'll name this episode the end is near the end is near <laughs> what's new with you brother <laughs> you know just this you know just this um other than that nothing you know boy howdy dude you just fucking wake up one day and you just you know you're getting canceled your shoes are on the wrong feet your editors in colorado having lots of gay sex and making omelets dude and it's just you know speaking of the end is near bro for my first piece of boss news <laughs> you might as well just give it we're to him at this same, point you know we're doing <laughs> the same format as usual you might as well just... <laughs> acting like ain't happening over here uh did you see that little Nos X has made some devil shoes? <laughs> this is it, folks. This is how we get canceled. It ain't Brian quitting. It's not Terry not being here to, to edit the episodes. We're going to probably rip into Lil Nas X. And just like Nike suing him, he's going to sue us. Yeah, see, we ain't going to worry about him. He's got his hands full with the lawsuit already, you know. Oh, man. Tell me about these devil shoes, Scott. So there were 666 pairs of them made, right? They sold for $1,018 a piece. They sold out in, I think, five minutes of them being online. And they, they, they pertain, is pertain a word for this? Pertain 1% or one drop of human blood. I don't remember what, what the article really said. It was, yeah, know? it was one drop. There's I no point in doing research at this point, you know? <laughs> Bias news, just call it fictional news at this point. We just make shit up at this point. Uh, do we have a fact checker? That was Brian. Well, um, dude, I'm so I was reading about this earlier. Dude, that's creepy, bro. It is creepy, man. I didn't know that he like, I guess he had a designer make them. And that's why Nike suing him because they don't agree with it or whatever. So uh, from what I read earlier, he he had worked with a company called Mischief and Mischief made the shoe. But they used Air Max 97s, which is ugly as by the way. Did you like it? Like outside of like them being like satanic and shit, did you like the way they looked? I mean, they were they were okay. I mean, I probably wouldn't have bought them anyway, even if they weren't Satan shoes. But you know, I don't like the ninety sevens, man. I like the the only Air Max ninety sevens I like were the. Uh, do you remember those rainbow looking ass ones that they came out with the, the pastel colors and shit? Yeah, I liked those. Those are those are pretty nice. I wonder if Mischief's looking for any new talent. I don't know who for us for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> with a name like that i feel like they probably you know we'd probably get along pretty well yeah you know what you're probably right about that actually uh for my first piece of bias news uh have you kept up with the michael rapaport uh barstool sports defamation lawsuit not at all michael rapaport who's the biggest bitch on the internet by the way we're already getting canceled it, dude. the biggest bitch on the internet was suing barstool sports for defamation of character well, not anymore because the judge threw that shit out this morning. What was he suing? Like, did they? They made a shirt making fun of him. Oh, hey, Michael Rappaport knows a lot about rap. Does he though? No, I guess one thing I'll give him. Anyways, they tried to say that Dave Portnoy, the creator of Barstool Sports, planned to like defame Michael, like prior to like them firing him from Barstool, which like wasn't the case at all. Um. So Dave was in court this morning and just ripped fucking Michael Rappaport to shreds. Absolutely incredible. And then Dave Portnoy put a lot of the case on fucking Twitter. So go check that out while you can. Sorry, I stepped away. I uh, just don't care anymore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just leaving a 30-second pause in that bitch. My uh, second piece of boss news. I'm a huge lover of the movie The Craft, right? You've seen The Craft? Josh, I feel like I'm getting deja vu for some reason. 
Yeah. Hey, speaking on timeout, speaking of deja vu, you uh, you said Jared Leto was good in 30 Seconds to Mars three times. Oh, word? On, a, on one of your own podcasts. And you even said, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting deja vu here because you said it 45 seconds prior. Yeah, that's probably the, that's probably why. Probably the CTE. Yeah, let's just make fun of the fucking brain damage guy. This is why Brian Ortiz quit. Anywho, um, they made a sequel to this movie. Came out last year. And uh, it's on Hulu now. And if anybody would like to get the feeling of what a lobotomy was, you know, <laughs> before they went away, just go watch this movie, bro. This movie is garbage. I hate this movie. Like yeah. they spit on the original. Like totally unnecessary. If we were to give it a, uh, you know, like a weekly forecast takedown podcast breakdown, you want me to give you like a quick synopsis of the story? I'm gonna give you a quick synopsis. Spoiler alert: If anybody wants to watch this movie and wants it to not be ruined, now is your your time. Skip skip forward thirty seconds, okay? Because I'm sure I'll be done with it by then. Spoiler: Girl moves to a new town, eats hot chip. Right? Does she lie a lot? She lies all the time. She becomes a witch, right? She got three stepbrothers. None of them are relevant. There's no killer character development there, all right? Witch then finds out she's adopted, okay? Finds out her stepfather is a warlock, okay? Her witch's friends leave her, and then they end up fighting the warlock at the end. They kill him. She goes to find a real mom, which is the crazy witch that was in the original craft. Boom. There you go. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. It's whole movie. Any titties? No. Ooh, that sucks. So don't watch it. It's awful. Uh, I want you to watch it, Josh, just because I want you to feel what I felt. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to watch that Glenn Danzig vampire saloon spaghetti western shit. <laughs> is, that, is that like a good breakdown of like what it, what it was? Pretty much, yeah. Western saloon vampires. Yeah. Uh, for my second piece of biased news, the UFC has apparently been 100% bought out by a company called Endeavor, who is now going to be able to trade UFC stocks, and so now. Um, like regular citizens can buy shares of the UFC and it's being led, get this, board of directors, Elon Musk. Really? Sending people to Mars and sending people to like... Knockout town. You know, the un- well, yeah, pound towns. what I was going to say. Pound and I was like, I gotta, then I was like, well, you know what? We don't have anybody that cares about us, so f*** it. Um, that's pretty cool. I bet Conor McGregor is mad as hell. <laughs> Oh, dude, you remember when he was trying to buy shares of the UFC? Nobody would give it to him. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, he mad as hell. Well, now he can buy like every other citizen. For my third point, straight to the point. All right, look, hey, Fortnite. Everybody says it's garbage. Okay. Now, it's actually pretty fun, you know? Me and me and the old Phantom Jellyfish, we've been playing again. I wish you would get your PlayStation Network back so you could play with us. Because, you know, now you can do trios. So we don't have to go into a squads match and do threes. So... Well, you know, now that we're getting canceled, I mean, this show, you know, <laughs> took up a lot of time, so I'm going to have a lot of free time, so, yeah. you know. Fortnite with us every Tuesday or Monday. I don't even know when we're uploading this. You know, we might not be canceled. We might just keep rolling and rolling and rolling until we just burn into the ground. I kind of like, like that. That's like going Fred Durst. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I like Limp Bizkit. I'm a fan. You just said rolling, rolling, rolling. I thought you'd be I do too, man, but we're, we're both having one of those f***ing days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you don't want to wake up. Everything sucks. Oh, man. What a fucking Limp biscuit pun that was. <laughs> Anyways, for my third piece of bias news, did you ever watch the movie Knives Out? Yeah, I did. Well, Netflix has got a $400 million deal for Knives Out 2 and 3. Daniel Craig will be coming back, and director Ryan Johnson is also going to be coming back. Did you like Knives Out? 
I did like it. I enjoyed it. I did too. It was a f-ing good movie. Was it? It wasn't a Netflix original though, was it? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Um, if I recall correctly, the only way you could watch it for a while was Amazon. I no, it was in theaters. I think. No, no, I mean, it came out in theaters, and then right after that, it never went to Netflix, I don't think. I think it went straight to Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. That's a good movie, bro. Any, anybody who wants to sit down for the weekend to watch a movie, don't watch The Craft Legacy. Watch uh, Watch Knives <laughs> Out. It's such a shit movie, bro. <laughs> Hate it. Oh, man. Guess what? You know what? At this point, I really have no idea, so tell me. Considering we somehow still have a voicemail inbox. The lines are open, people. You can call our number at Josh Gimlin. Uh, <laughs> Way to put me on the spot, bitch. 502-694-0749. Hey, y'all call this number and bitch about Brian Ortiz. Before we get into calls, I have a call straight from the 303 OG himself, Eric the Great, giving us an update on Terry. Me and you have already listened to it, but I want to play it for the fans. You ready? Yep. Shout out to the 303 OG. No, no, no. Great. No, we listen to this. But, you know, I didn't listen to this with an open mind. Okay. He said that Terry's going to be the new editor for the ABLT podcast. Kind of makes me feel like Terry knew that Brian was going to quit. Kind of makes me feel like Terry's not coming back. I mean, as I've said, I don't care. I know you want this, but I'm kind of holding on to this as my last, like, line of hope here. (laughs) Yeah, I don't give a Um, He said something else that perplexed me for a minute <laughs> the omelets terry never fed us i wonder if the other guys are making the omelets because i don't think terry knows how to cook all that well <laughs> he spent that time in louisiana with uh pierre yeah, so I mean, he might have i bet the louisianans know how to make a damn good omelet you know crawfish omelet right sounds delicious ain't gonna lie colfax for anybody that's wondering is a street in denver by the way I feel like Eric says that in like every fucking voicemail. We're gang banging on Colfax, baby. And I feel like nobody knows what Colfax is. They're like, you mean Colgate? <laughs> I have a feeling that Terry's not gang banging. I feel like Terry's getting gang banged. Yeah, that could be a thing. Hmm. All right, moving on. Oh, yes, Scotty. <laughs> I was wondering if you participated in the goofy marijuana. Every week, somebody coming in here. Stretch out their words, man. That really bothers you, doesn't it? I hate it. Is this the? That's the second time you've been called out directly by somebody. Yeah, well, and that made the third. Tyrone may have called me out. I don't think he did though. Uh, yeah, Tyrone reading. didn't call you out. I don't think he did. 
Uh, no, I do not participate in the boofing of marijuana. <laughs> but uh, I think you say it. I think I think the the plant has some great benefits, some some great medicinal benefits. Hey, Scotty, <laughs> the boofing of the marijuana. This is like you're about to have an orgasm. The marijuana. <laughs> Moving on. All right, this is for the weekly forecast. Pause. Pause. Bro. Did you hear that? Sounds like an applause to me. Holy shit. Somebody nailed it. It only took us 22 episodes, two lawsuits, two other employees quitting. We're here. Somebody finally got the name right. Are you throwing the applause in? Yeah, the applause is played once. Hey, go ahead and play it again, Josh, because you're editing this podcast. So go ahead and play (laughs) that one again, or what? Oh fuck. All right, let's do it to it, man. That was just that's too fucking good. All right, this is for the weekly forecast. So nice I so had to hear it twice. I got the story about the time one of my exes broke in my house. Alright, so here's the deal. I broke up with this girl like two years prior to this happening. Two years. We had we had to work together a little bit at this job and I mean we didn't you know what nothing weird like nothing nothing happened like she you know nothing or whatever so I'm laying in bed or me and this girl me and this other girl are you know we're up most of the night drinking and whatnot you know just enjoying life well we pass out it's probably probably midnight something like that and I, you know, I lock my doors because I mean, I live out in the middle of nowhere. I don't want to get axe murdered. Well, so I hear this voice says, Hey, wake up. And I, I didn't really think, I didn't know what was going on. And then she was like, Hey, come out here and talk to me. I wake up. This bitch is standing over me and this other girl in my fucking bedroom in my fucking bedroom i was like yo what the fuck are you doing how the fuck did you get in my house (laughs) so i get up i grab the rest of my whiskey i'm like oh my god i'm gonna eat this this is about to be ridiculous i walk out there this girl starts freaking yelling at me like jumps on me it's like I don't know, calling me a piece of shit. I'm like, we haven't been dating for two years. What is the, what's happening? Like, what the hell is happening? So she dumps out my whiskey, tells me, she's like, I'm going to go drag that bitch out of your bed. I was like, first of all, she'll beat you fucking ass. So don't even try. So she, you know, is telling me I'm a piece of shit. She's like, come outside. So I go outside and keep in mind, she's just dumped out the rest of my whiskey. Hands me a bottle of Crown Royal and then proceeds to try to have sex with me in my fucking driveway while this other girl is still just laying in my bed wondering what in the absolute fuck is going on. And I still do not know. She must have carded the door. I don't, it, I just don't know. And it scares the shit out of me. I got deadbolts after this. Let, let me just put it to you like this. But I've never had. Somebody just break into my motherfucking house and act like and be mad at me for it. I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" But long story 
the rest of it, I'm pretty much just like, yo, you crazy. Our young brother got cut off there, but uh, damn. Two years, dog? Let me ask you a question, bro. Anybody ever broke in your house? You. Oh, word? Multiple times, bro. <laughs> really? Oh, no, you act surprised about that. You actually broke into my apartment one time in front of our cousin, our other cousin. And he was like, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I'll be right back. Dude, I had to take a shit, bro. You had you have one of the nicest bathrooms. I'll give you that, dude. It's like the seat is always warm. Got a heater on it. Oh, damn. I never thought about that. The heater is on it. Yeah. Yo. Dude, I wonder if you can buy like a heated toilet seat. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Damn, Somehow. dog. Did we just invent something? Maybe. If you're listening to this, don't go steal that because by now we've probably already checked it out. <clears throat> we'll give you a little update next week. But, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. You have any good home invasion stories? No, bro. I don't. I, when I was younger, my, my parents' house got broken into when I was little and it like, it like scared me for a long time. Like I thought people were just always going to be breaking in. You thought it was just like a normal thing? Like people just breaking your shit all the time? Yeah. Like I was just going to just walk in. There's going to be a home invader and just be like, hey, taking your toys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that what you were worried about? Them taking your toys? Uh, they were taking me, you know, getting napped. Mm. You know, you wake up one day, you know, you're in somebody's closet, duct tape with the ass of your pants cut out. That sounds awful, dude. Yeah. Been there. Uh, young brother, thank you for the call. Um, you know, she sounds like a stage five clinger. You ever had a stage five clinger? No, I mean, she sounds way past stage five. She poured out your whiskey. She got you new whiskey. She tried to take advantage of <laughs> you. She threatened to beat your new girlfriend up. You know, just a roller coaster of emotions. You know, Scotty, this fella's door got carded. And I can't help but think of a time that I carded your door and really ruined your night. Mm. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Do I ever? Okay. Press, Story time. press F in the chat for respects. Story time. You know, last week um, I put in some music to like um, to do our, you know, announcement. I want you to put some spooky stuff in here for this story. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got just the thing. I got you, bro. All right. <clears throat> story time. So one time I come home from work. You know, it's dark out. You know, daylight savings time, whatever. And um, <laughs> I like how you had, I like how you had to include that daylight savings time. You know how it is. <laughs> you know how it is. So I, uh, you know, I make me a nice little hot pocket, and I head upstairs to get on the PlayStation. And I walk in my room, and I have this, uh, this mirror, pretty good size, full body mirror, you know, right? You'd, you'd agree, pretty big. Just, it's decent. And uh, on this mirror, there is a creepy, and when I say creepy, it's giving me chills right now. This creepy old Victorian lady, like picture on my mirror, pretty good size, man. And uh, I drop my heart. Can, st- can I stop you right there mm, before yeah. you? Would you? Would you smash? No, no, no. <laughs> All right. So back Sorry. into it. So back into it. So, um, you know, I drop my hot pocket, something like out of straight out of a horror movie, you know. And then I look through the house, just make sure that no, you know, serial killers like I'm gonna fuck with them, and but I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill them, you know. And uh, as we look, always do, you know. Yeah. So I look through the house, nothing, nothing there. So I call Josh. I'm like, "Hey, bro, have you been to my house today?" And he's like, "No, nah, bro, what's what's wrong?" And I'm like, "You didn't come to my house and hang this creepy ass thing on my mirror." And he's like, "No, nah, dude, I ain't been there." So I was like, "All right, well, I, I gotta call the cops, I guess, because I don't know what to do in that situation, you know." And uh, so I hang up on Josh, and then he starts calling me back frantically, and I finally answer <laughs> it. And he's like, "Hey, it's, it was me, dude. Don't, 
Don't call the cops. Yeah, you went zero to 100, bro. You're straight. Dude, snitches get stitches, bro. Hey, bro, I was about to get stitches in my rib cage after I got stabbed to death in my sleep, bro. Bro, it wasn't that bad. It was creepy as hell. It wasn't that bad, bro. Next call. Hey there, this message is for the guys from the four weekly take pod downcast. Or- <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, can you put an applause in there too, please? Oh, you know, we'll probably have to rebrand at some point anyway, so I mean, we might as well get a new name out of this. <laughs> Holy fuck. Is that the best butcher job we've ever had? Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Do you remember uh, Jimmy that called last week? Well, he just said both, in, in, you know, he said both with a slur in there. You know, like can he we just, slurred can we... his words. He might have been a little drunk. <laughs> Dude, that was fucking great, bro. Let's compare the two. Yeah. Okay. Here's Jimmy from North Jersey. Hey, take down. Listen to a weekly podcast. Listen to Okay. Okay. And here is uh, this is a six eight seven. This is a New York number. So here's some old old gal from New York. Hey there. This message is for the guys from the four weekly take pod downcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one better, honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's just play the fucking let's just play the fucking shit. Hey there, this message is for the guys from the four weekly take pod downcast or whatever the hell you call yourself. I just wanted to tell you a story this one time I was getting down and dirty. Literally. I was at my friends. We were drunk playing World of Warcraft when she had some of her penis having friends come over. So we start playing some beer pong, but we up the ante and use jello shots. Green ones, in fact. So we're playing, and we're tossing these green jello shots back when her dude friend starts trying to be slick with me. Well, you know what? It worked. We went into her guest bedroom, and we're starting to get it on. All right? Ooh, it was fun. So I climb on top of him, and I'm hiding, and I'm grinding, and I'm bucking like a bronco, right? But then he goes to sleep. He reels back in that he barks green jello all over my chest. Boy, I look like Vinkman from that Ghostbusters film. I tell you what, he done slime me. But you know what? After a second, I just grabbed the nearest towel, wiped it off, and kept going. Why? Because I ain't no punk bitch. So the moral of the story, don't slurp jello shots and then grind a dude's pelvis into dust. I got a real question for you guys. What's your favorite cryptid? <laughs> this, uh, you know, this is probably why Brian quit. Bro, my face right now. I feel like this is probably what Terry looks at us like. <laughs> you know, when uh, DJ Big O, shout out DJ Big O, came on the show, we kind of had a story like this. Puke, right? Puke in the middle of an act. Yeah. What would you do? She kept going. She ain't no quote unquote punk you know, different strokes for different folks, bro. You know, if, if uh, you know, let's say this happened to you, you know, again, I feel like me and you were on the same page. I'm going to cry and go home. Yeah, I'm getting out. You know I'm getting out yeah. of there. Mm. She was f***ing down bad. You know what I mean? She needed it. Whew, green jello shots. Dude, I got sick as f*** off some blue and red ones one time and I f***ing threw up an American flag out in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was f***ing 
grows, dude. It doesn't mix in the purple, you know, like how red and blue usually do. No, it, it stays up. separate. Stay separate. Yeah, they yeah they came up separately. Yeah, it's pretty f- phenomenal. Yeah, I was probably the most American guy on my block for a minute. <laughs> what was the second part? What was your, what was our favorite crypto? You know, she really she got down and dirty in that question and then reeled it back and asked us a question. Or she she got down and dirty with a whole story and then asked us a question. Those are kind of calls we need. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite cryptid? Yeah, I'm a Bigfoot guy myself. Are you saying crypto? Like cryptocurrency? Cryptid. Like cryptid? <laughs> Bigfoot coin. That's what I was like, bro. I've never heard of no Bigfoot coin. You know, uh, Nessie, bro. Oh, dude. If Bigfoot and Nessie were to fuck, what do you think the kid would look like? Terry. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, Terry, you bitch. Um... <clears throat> Let me ask you this. If they fought, who do you think would win? Nessie, bro. Hands down. But bro, Bigfoot's ripping Nessie to pieces, bro. No, he's not. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna grab Nessie's neck. Nessie's going to wrap around him like a snake and drown his big ass, bro. Oh, dude. He coming with a log, dude. And I'm not talking about his hog. I'm talking about like, he coming with like a tree branch. He's just going to bop Nessie over the head. She's going to hide for another <laughs> 50 years. A tree branch, bro. <clears throat> bro, Nessie ain't that impressive, dude. Nessie probably eat him, honestly. Look at all the other dinosaurs, bro. There's a reason they're extinct and Bigfoot's still running around fucking Utah and shit. So. Hey, man, you ever see that meme where it's like those two dinosaurs and she's like, he's like, the little one's like, Mom, look at that star. And she's like, close your eyes and, and make a wish, count to 10. That's so sad, bro. <laughs> so sad. I don't know why you just depressed me, bro. Oh. If I wasn't depressed enough. Um, Jesus Christ, where are we even fucking at? I gotta light a fucking cigarette for this. All right, last call. Oh, the last call on potentially the last episode of the weekly forecast. <laughs> you know, some stories just write themselves, y'all. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Hey, Josh, it's Conrad. So, I know you asked me to leave a voicemail for the weekly broadcast. <laughs> or, we, oh, I'm sorry, weekly forecast. Hey. I just want to let you know, man, put life in this perspective. Six, maybe six and a half years ago, I was slamming methamphetamine into my veins smoking whatever I could keep my hands on, doing the dirt. Man, I was, I was printing counterfeit money by the tens of thousands. Thought I was untouchable. Real scum of the earth, man. I left my kid, my woman, everything. Just gave up on myself. Just started to go down that hole. You know, they say you hit rock bottom. Man, I climbed, I climbed under that rock and made a home. It was shit. Fast forward to now, I, I'm, I'm right where I want to be, man. Happily married, three kids, sober. I inspire others to be sober. I go to NA meetings and I tell people my story. I sponsor three people whenever I can. They call, I answer. You know, I've, I've been there. I've done that. I even got the teacher. You know, uh, hold down a full-time successful job, two years straight. Since I got out, seven days after I got out, I've been at the same job. Same woman. Just doing me, man. There's no reason you can't. There's no reason anybody can't. And that's, I guess that's what I wanted to say. I've, I've been on the low. And now I'm on my way up. Fucking A, bro. <clears throat> it's one of my childhood best friends right there. I asked him. He has such a fucking incredible life story. This is 100% true. Was printing counterfeit money. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. In Reno, Nevada picked up uh i think five and a half years in jail comes out dude has his life together married three kids 
And you guys got to go give this dude a follow. He is getting his motherfucking pump on. At Humble, H-U-M-B-L-E, Mook, M-O-O-K, 101. Give him a follow. Dude, he is getting some fucking gains in the gym, bro. Shout out to my boy Conrad, man. Fucking proud of you, bro. That's an inspirational story right there, my guy. And he's like you said, he's he's on the up, bro. And that's that's phenomenal. He, you know, people who go through hard times like that and they actually look at themselves and they're like, you know, I'm fixing this and they do it like that's that's always an inspirational thing and a good thing to see. And uh, shout out for sobriety. Shout out for you being a sponsor. Uh, I just want to let everybody know as of today, I am 32 days sober. I just had to bring up my, my little clock here. 32 days sober. Keep trucking, my guy. Super proud of you. Uh, if anybody needs help, feel free to reach out at our Instagram at the weekly forecast. And uh, we'll give you a friend, dude. Hashtag f- drugs. F- drugs, dude. F- alcohol, too, bro. I was making a lot of shitty decisions when I was drunk. That ain't me. Brian Ortiz should have waited for this f- episode to quit. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> he would have f- put all in right now. He just said, you know what? I'm proud of these guys right here. <laughs> He'd be f- all in, piece of shit. And we don't fucking need him. Thank you for the call, my brother. Thank everybody for the calls. Week after week, you guys call in. You tell us these crazy stories. You guys tell us some f-ing uplifting stories. And honestly, uh, you know, sometimes they make me want to bash my head against the wall. But sometimes just, you know, like when Conrad called, dude, I want to go outside. I want to do some deadlifts and I want to go run a mile and then probably cry after like 10 minutes. Just look at the look at the look at the sunset, bro. I love a good sunset. Yeah. Shout out to the young brother, Conrad at Humble Mook 101. Give him a follow, bro. Well, you know what? Let's keep this. Let's keep this f-ing inspiration rolling, huh? Steam training, huh? Let's do it. We're not we ain't giving up, you know? Not us. No, not us, dude. Brian Ortiz is gonna have to come in here with a fucking army to kick us off the internet. You know what I'm saying? Or Al Capule, whichever one comes first, because I was kind of stressed about that, and I ain't gonna lie, I kind of compartmentalized it for a minute, forgot about it. But <laughs> oh, that, that anxiety's back. <laughs> let's hit these random news articles wide open, bro. You know, we're gonna run out eventually. Mm-hmm. But not today. Not today. Fucking Al Capule. Out of all the reckless shit, all the reckless shit that I've said, and Al Capule is one bitch that's going to get me canceled. Mm-mm-mm. Well, it's not just you, Josh. You know, <laughs> once you stop being so, so fucking selfish. Look, we was on the up. Now we're on the down. <laughs> I'm going to small claims court for this punk. <laughs> Y'all should send him a message. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. No. Okay. God, I sent this. Here's your first article, bro. Uh, I'm a product of a secret affair, and my sister has no idea she's dating my real dad. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, the f-ing wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia strike again. That got that got heavy quick. I was not ready, bro. Ninety thousand greasy pennies dumped on man's drive as final final payment after quitting a job. Ninety thousand pennies. Ninety thousand pennies. Do the math on this real quick. Nine hundred bucks, bro. At least you got nine hundred mm. bucks, you know. Does he really though? What bank is going to take ninety thousand pennies? They have to, right? Not have to roll them, you know. But you you can get there. Uh, Village warned of outsiders leaving cheese on cars in a very British note. Yeah. uh, Before I uh, even like make like a funny statement, can that pull the paint off a car? You think? I would assume so. Yeah. Oh man. Oof. Shoe Zone announces Terry Boot as the next financial boss, replacing Peter Foot. Hmm. I don't really have anything, uh, you know, that kind of just, you know, I don't even like that. <laughs> Some puns are so hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that just goes too fucking hard for my brain to even register. 
Um, I've been calling my husband a nickname for years as I can't pronounce his real name. Get the f- out of here. Dude, Big Ed and Rose back at it again. <laughs> plastic surgeon turns up for Zoom court hearing while in the middle of operating on a patient. You said plastic surgeon? Yeah. Like a plat, like. Like he was in the middle of like a tit job or a face job and just showed up. Uh, that's, I don't know, that's sketchy, bro. How about you ain't got a good Yelp review? <laughs> uh, McDonald's fans amazed to learn McNuggets come in four different shapes, including boot. Word? I didn't know that either. But it makes sense. It does make sense. Because, you know, they're always kind of uniform. You know, I love a good pun, right? Yep. Dude, get ready for this, bro. <laughs> overgrown sheep loses 35 kilograms of fleece in a much needed trip to the barbers wow bro fuck you know I'm pretty sure I've read that article dude and like I'm just leaving it in because you know I ain't gonna make you re-say anything you had such a good time I'm proud of you I'm proud of you. Dude, f- Brian Ortiz and f- Al Capule, dude, we'll be all right. <laughs> oh, laughing instead of crying really, really does the job. Oh, f- <clears throat> why trolleys become difficult to steer when you leave supermarket, according <laughs> to scientists. Dude, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even have a good f-ing retort for that, dude. I mean, I just feel like we're spending our time. In the wrong ways. <laughs> you know? That is <laughs> This is a PSA, dude. You know, get your shit together. We've been busy over here. Why one lady has been taking out her bins in fancy dresses for almost a year. <laughs> Starting to hate my life again, you know? Oh, God. Look, this is going to be my last one. If you don't want to, if you don't want to hear it, we'll hear you. We'll hear yours and then we'll just move on. No man, I hate it here. Uh, Fuming neighbor begs couple to medicate or eat cake after overhearing row. Wait, what? I don't know what a row is. Fuming neighbor begs couple to medicate or meditate or eat cake after overhearing row. Are we on the British news again? You think? Probably. It could be possible. I got one better than that. Lizard hitches a ride in traveler's car from Florida to Massachusetts. Bro, I low key want a lizard. Come on down to Florida, bro. We got them everywhere. I had a lizard just walking across my living room the other day. I was like, get out of here, little bastard. I want a uh, chameleon, bro. I don't know why I think they're cute. You know, uh, we can bleep his name up. I had a fucking lizard one time when he was growing up, and he accidentally chopped its tail off right in front of me. I did not know that they grow back. Yeah, but that still seems kind of cruel. I mean, he didn't mean to. He was, like, closing its little cage or whatever and just smacked its tail off, and I was like, cool. And he was like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> He's okay. I was like, damn, word? Word, bro. Well, let's smack our way on it. <laughs> oh man, oh. I'm gonna miss this. Yeah, it's it's been good. It's been you know, it's been fun. Hey, on a podcast or so ago, we we uh, we brought up some fights we were both interested in seeing, and Francis Naganu and Stipe Miocic was brought up, and I said I thought Stipe would win, but I'd like to see Francis touch the belt and touch the belt, did he, bro? Oh, my God. What a terrifying knockout that was. No? No input? Hmm? Uh, you know, see you till I die, my brother. Yeah, I'm very... 
pained that Stipe got knocked unconscious so uh, horrifically. But damn, what a fucking knockout, bro. Or he fell back on his legs in such a terrifying way. Oh, you remember when OSP done that? OSP got knocked out and he like snaked back on his leg. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's something about a knockout where you, you know, kind of bend your knee in half that just ugh. you think John Jones is gonna get that title fight? Dude, he's trying to get a $10 million fight. I don't know, dude. Honestly. Think about it this way. One pay-per-view, 70 bucks. That fight right there, Francis Ngannou versus John Jones, easily over a million buys, bro. I think it would actually um, – I think it might be one of the highest-selling UFC fights ever. Truthfully, I do, too. I do, too, at this point. And I wouldn't mind seeing that, dude. I think John might be able to fucking school him. <clears throat> if he can avoid – What if that's if his he can one avoid loss, being, bro? God, dude. If he could avoid being touched, bro – 125%. He'll submit Ngannou, bro. You got to go in there and straight up wrestle Ngannou. But, bro, you that go is with... the crazy thing about this fight. Like, when Stipe shot for that that takedown and he just stuffed it, bro, I was like, oh, bro. shit. Dude, Usman was in Ngannou's fucking camp, bro. I mean, if Ng- and Ngannou took down Stipe, bro. I know, man. Dude, okay, so actually this is relevant as fuck. Two weeks ago, we made the prediction that Kevin Holland was going to kill Derek Brunson. Well, Kevin Holland's angling for a fight against Marvin Vittori since Darren Till broke his collarbone. Mm, he's going to need it because I've seen a tweet where he said that he, um, Derek Brunson, tweeted and said he bet the house on uh, Thomas Almeida. Sean tweeted back and he was like, I got a spare room open for you, bro. I've seen that. I seen that savage shit. Dude, Sean is angling for a fight against uh, Dom Cruz. I kind of want to see that fight. Kind of do? Yeah. I mean, Dom looked really good against Casey Kinney, bro. And that's uh, Sean's part, uh, training partner. So I've always been a huge fan of Dominic Cruz. You know that. I man. know. Yeah, I know. Dom is so fucking phenomenal. I like uh, Sean O'Malley, bro. You know, do I think um, he's, I mean, I don't. I think he's overrated, but I, I do like him. I think he's overrated. He's definitely got some proving to do, and that'd be a good proven fight right there. You know who I've been saying he should fight is uh, Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone would take Sean down and have a fucking field day with him, bro. Yeah, he would totally expose Sean. You know, that's, that was uh, Connor and, and Chad Mendez. You remember we were waiting for Connor to fight a wrestler. Chad took him down, and, and Connor stood up and fucking knocked him out. So you never know, dude. You know you do. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you was kind of hoping that would happen in the uh, Kevin Holland fight, but it never just never happened. Dude, the fight game is so unpredictable, bro. There's no, there's no sheer bet, that's for sure, you know. Maybe if, like, Khabib fought. Henry Cejudo, you know, that's a sure bet. You're going to bet that on Khabib. But. Let me ask you this. 11 Henry Cejudos versus one Francis Ngannou. Right, Francis Ngannou is going to be throwing bombs straight down the pipe, bro. <laughs> Dude, he's like fucking – Henry's like 5'3", and Ngannou's like 6'4". He's going to have to be throwing them like really down the pipe. Like, I don't know. I feel bad for Henry at that point. All 11 of them. Is there a single one getting out okay? You know what I mean? <laughs> no. The thing I love the most about the the fight between Francis and Stipe is, the one, you can say Stipe is one of the only people that really, you know, dominated Francis. But I just love how Francis was super uh, humble in his victory. You know, he's super respectful to Stipe the whole time. I like Dude, I am I'm blown away at how, I guess, like down to earth he is. Like, he's such a humble individual. You know what I mean? Well, look at what he came from, you know? <clears throat> absolutely man and and we never like shout out big podcasts but i'm gonna go ahead and shout out the joe rogan episode with francis like where he gives his backstory holy fuck dude that's an incredible episode 
Yeah, he, dude, it, like, it literally blows my mind that, like, I mean, like, like when we were talking about the weekend, homeless to Forbes list. Yeah. You went from homeless to UFC champion, the hardest hitting UFC fighter on the roster of all time, the hardest hitting uh, puncher of all time, like, recorded stat puncher of all time. That is fucking insane. And this dude was working in a fucking mine, bro. Yeah, man, you love to see it like that. You love to see stories like that, you know? Yeah, you fucking love, love to see it. You know what else I love to see, dude? I love to see a good Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz uh, shit show on Twitter. Have you been keeping up with this? No. All right, get fucking ready. <clears throat> so let me pull up the whole fucking thread here because there's quite a bit. Oh, by the way, Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz is official um, for May 15th. I know, bro. That's a, That's going to be... I mean, I kind of see Nate getting beat, you know. Well, I do too, but that fight being announced prompted uh, one of the greatest little back and forths that I think I've ever seen. Nate Diaz tweeted earlier, who went up two weight classes and half a day notice, no hesitation and no promotion about it, just did it because I ain't no bitch. How's that, Connor? <laughs> Fuck you. Whatever you think you did already been done by a real G, trying to get finished again. He also, uh, so when Nate tweeted this, he posted a photo of him versus Rory Markman. Uh, Nate fought, you know, he used to fight at lightweight. He fought this at 185 uh, on short notice, on like a week's notice, or half a day notice, I guess. So Connor tweeted him back in the same tweet and said, what in the Facebook prelims is this shit? Who the fuck is Rory Mark Ham? <laughs> he then said, don't worry on my next fight, bro. You and your face know what I'm like when I go in when I go again with it to which Nate replied, remember when you never got this back and tried to carry on with your life, real martial artists learn when they fuck up followed by a photo of him being, you know, if him choking out Connor, <clears throat> don't forget Dustin fucked you up, but he's scared of me. You're both some bitches. And I slapped kebab when he was scared with no counter and he owned you. So who's the real King me, bitch. That's who King Nate dog. Oh, bud. But it got better because Connor had his final, uh, you know, his final tweet. It said, I forgot, I forget nothing, bro. And you'll see that soon enough. And don't talk to me about a little slap and a scuffle. I had them all trapped thinking they were dead. You're the king of nothing. You couldn't even win. <laughs> you couldn't even win your own belt they made for you, let alone any other. <laughs> wow. And Nate wrote back, LOL, you suck. <clears throat> so that's pretty, uh, what do you make of that? Well, <clears throat> You know, Nate's pretty delusional when it comes to saying that he's got everybody scared of him. That is very true. But, uh, I mean, it's true. You didn't win the belt that they made for you. So, Yeah, I, man. I, I love the Diaz brothers, but I love Nick a lot more than I like Nate. Nate does a lot of talking, bro. He really does. Bro, to end off sports, bro, an announcement that was made earlier this week that me and you are both super stoked about. UFC has signed some new talent, my guy. Patty the fucking baddie, bro. Bro, I'm so excited about this, bro. Patty Pimble. Holy shit. Finally in the UFC after been wanting to be in it for a long time now. Well overdue, bro. Featherweight well. division is on notice, bro. He uh he he went on Ariel Helwani Monday. And Ariel said, What do you make of you headlining the Echo Arena? And he said, Yeah, Ariel, go off. <laughs> <laughs> He was so excited, man. This is incredible, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm so glad he finally got here. 
And, I know, uh, dude. I hope he put puts, you know, like you said, puts the featherweight division on notice, bro. You know what fight I'm immediately thinking of is him versus Josh Emmett. Think so? <clears throat> uh, Josh is going to be down. I mean, Josh should be coming back you know, sometime soon. And he's like within that top 10, top 15 kind of frame. Dude, it'd be perfect for Patty to come right out the gate. Either him or maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe a Sadiq Yusuf or uh, even an Andre Feely fight would be acceptable to me, you know? He's going to be touchy. I'm going to be Feely. I'm going to be Feely. Or even my boy Bryce Mitchell. Shout out, uh, you know, Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell, rear naked, choked a, a deer to death, actually. It's a true story. You know, you're in this damn story. Look, bro, I'm about to, you know what you need to do? You need to rear naked choke a fun fact to death and get us out of here. God bless. I got, un, was, I got some uncanceled stuff to do, you know. That was the probably the worst joke that we've ever had on this show. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a fun fact. Um, <clears throat> you know, I had one right on the top of my brain. I'm just trying to remember, you know, the best one to give you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got so many of these things just floating around. Let me. Here's you guys a great one. For all my movie nerds out there, all my Tarantino nerds, you guys are going to love this. You ready for this? Yeah. All the clocks in the movie Pulp Fiction are set to 420. Boom. Now you know, ladies and gentlemen. The more you fucking know. Follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Forecast. Follow our former, probably former editor at uh, Forecast Terry. Probably going to be ABLT Terry soon. Who knows? <laughs> um, call our number at 502 694 Leave us some messages. Leave us some encouraging stories. Leave us some joke. Leave us some would you rather's. Ooh. Hey, leave us a fun fact. You know? Like Josh, you see how you see how hard it was for Josh to just pull one out of his mind like that? Because we're remembering all these for you guys in advance. I don't think like we're getting any respect. Put some fucking respect on our name, you know? Yeah, Birdman. Birdman. Squaw. Stay weird, folks. Zoo gang. <laughs>